Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Was thinking about concepts for potential mixtapes that I'm working on because I feel like if I come up with like a concept album even if it's just like loose um, you always run the risk of coming off pretentious when you do that yeah yeah because especially when you do like a loose abstract album because I'm totally thinking about doing like a loose abstract thing and um, I was looking up I was gonna call it uh spectacle art because i feel like a lot of rap now is like all spectacle like what's the gimmick behind it now right like that helps drive a lot of the marketing behind it is there a gimmick that your artist has that can get them i mean there's rock examples like my chemical romance well they milked the emo thing look i saw the used in concert yeah and the used showed up on stage like straight metal band or like I think one of them had like a blue button down and it, like they look nothing like they did on their uh, album artwork or anything. Damn, that almost that reminds me a little bit of like early like classic rock, like how they used to show up on um not the Ed Sullivan show, what was it? Like American Bandstand and shit like that. Oh, you mean like wait like sixties? Yeah. Yeah, like how they used to dress when they would go perform on shows like but I mean, even if you take like alright, like Let's take drug culture now, right? Like, that's the, the big thing in hip-hop right now, is, like, drug culture. And um, every rapper is, like, zan the fuck out, you know, taking Molly out the ass. Like, they're all... Molly, smoking. Molly, Percocet. Yeah, cocaine, lean this, and all that shit. Like, and that shit is a gimmick, right? Like, it's a spectacle. Like, look at me. I don't give a fuck. YOLO. Future's, like, really, like, a vegan or something, isn't he? Yeah, like, YOLO is the spectacle, right? Like, well, then I was digging, because I wanted... I didn't want to call it, like, spectacle art. I wanted to do something fancy, like, uh, fucking Haitian Creole for, like, art spectacle or something like that. Avant-garde. But, yeah. That's, Immediate way to sound pretentious. Yeah, yeah. Use avant-garde <laughs> in conversation. <laughs> But I found out that there's a whole, like, uh, critical theory on spectacle art. And um, it ties into, like, Marxist theory and all that shit. And I was like, that is so fitting that I just generically thought of spectacle art theory as, like, an album title. And then it turns out to actually be, like, a critical theory, like, a critical Marxist theory on how, like, consumerism has taken over, like, the capitalist market and shit, like, and... Uh, how, um, yeah, how consumerism has taken over, like, work life, whereas work life should take over consumerism. Like, the workers should take over the market. We have more conveniences and we're more stressed And out. we're ruled We by- have things, we have, uh, we have things to make things as short as possible and still run out of time. Spectacle art theory is a central notion in situationist theory developed by Guy Debord in his 1967 book, The Society of the Spectacle. Dope-ass title, right? Like, I think that might be the title. I think I read some of his stuff in college. Yeah, it totally sounds like some shit you would read in college, like, in, like, an art class or a political science class. Fast the, in the society of the spectacle, the commodities rule the workers and the consumers instead of being ruled instead of being ruled by them. 
So it's about how we're being ruled by our commodities and shit. And I mean, that fits into hip hop so great right now, cause look at it. It's way more commercial than it's ever been. It's way more marketable than it's ever been. And it's used to I've market I've seen Migos things. like chips. Exactly, <laughs> shit like that. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yo, if, if that shit pops up now that I put it out into the fucking zeitgeist, if it pops up, you heard it here first. I... <laughs> By the way, if you didn't know, we are rising up and crashing through. through. This is Doc and Ziggy with the Flood. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. 140. That's all I got time for. Because as you see, I'm marking big shit, big brain shit. We were gonna, you know, open the episode with something very uh, melodramatic and poignant, but and then you know, like we just started talking as we do, you know. I can still read the shit. poignant, please, opening I thing. I feel like it was so, just so fitting. All right, dramatic pause. The discussion. Ready, everybody, take a breath. Ready. Stage set. Never believe that anti-Semites are completely unaware of the absurdity of their replies. They know that their remarks are frivolous, open to challenge. But they are amusing themselves, for it is their adversary who is obliged to use words responsibly, since he believes in words. The anti-Semites have the right to play. They even like to play with discourse, for, by giving ridiculous reasons, the seriousness of their interlocutors. They delight in acting in bad faith since they seek not to persuade by sound argument, but to intimidate and disconcert. If you press them too closely, they will abruptly fall silent, lawfully indicating by some phrase that the time for argument is past. Jean-Paul Sartre. Woo. Man, just take a moment to digest that. Especially- Take another breather. Now, do you know what we like to call that? Word magic! Son, that explains the whole tactic of offense for the um, Republican Party for the last, or we'll say the GOP specifically for the last, I don't know, in several decades. I mean, like, it, the, the quote... At least the past four years. The quote itself was about fascism. And it was from, can we get the name again? Jean-Paul Sartre. A French philosopher and playwright, a political activist, a biographer, and a literal, a literary critic. He was one of the key figures of philosophy, in the philosophy of existentialism and uh, phenomen, phen, phen, I'm not gonna try and pronounce that. <laughs> one of the leading figures in the 20th century French philosophies and Marxism. Uh, I, he lived in France during the time of, you know, Vichy France, the uh, German takeover and all that. He uh, watched fascism rise in Europe and uh, he was, you know, that quote was from, I believe, his autobiography. I saw it when I was watching an episode of Some More News. Shout out to uh, Cody Johnston and Katie Soul. <laughs> and it was... In an episode, I believe, about, you know, white supremacy, I'd have to look the episode up again, but it, it just, 
Do you, ever, do you go on Spotify or something and just search white supremacy sucks and see what pops up? No. No. I, I honestly... It's going to sound wild, right, considering everything that I say on here, but I honestly didn't go out of my way to start looking for all this white supremacist stuff, man. Like, it just... Because it's everywhere. It is. It is. And when you start to... Like I said, when you start to look at examples of it for what they are, and you start to, you know, trace the lines back throughout the web and to see all the different places it connects in, it's... It gets wild, and then, yeah, I, you, you get obsessed with it because I'm black in America, and white supremacy are... the sets of laws and rules that we live by and and, <laughs> and I I really don't know what to say man it just yeah it became an obsession because when you start to see how many different ways this shit connects and like how intricate and almost like vague these things are purposefully made to be to you know rem- to keep anonymity the muddy the argument yeah exactly like it just it's fascinating and it's fascinating in the darkest sense of the word it plays right into my whole like gothic obsession and whatnot like it's just so dark to think that in 2020 it's funny to me that in today's day and age man you really got people who want to see us reach the moon and or mars mars and colonize like mars and shit and edit the human genome but also like we got to get rid of the jews first (laughs) yeah ai is great and electric cars but god damn it the mexicans (laughs) god damn it it's it's fucking the absurdity the absurdity is what gets me that's why i guess i'm so obsessed with it because it's like how is this how how are we even still here like science has constantly proven that variation and varying ideas are good right and i guess in the overall variety is the spice of life is what they say yeah it's in the overall sense of the word the more perspectives you have to look at a problem from right the more likely you are to find a solution to it like isolationism has constantly proven bad for our species right like if we don't if we don't intermingle and interbreed like it leads to things like you know poor genetic health and stuff like that i mean look at what happened during like colonialization when these different isolated communities interacted with each other the one thing that happened every time without fail was one of them got sick to a deadly plague point a deadly disease you say (laughs) hey hey uh hey ted tell donald we said hi (laughs) get well never Uh, some people, that's not right. Look, man. Tell him to go fuck himself, himself, actually. Seriously. There's still kids locked in cages. Just like you can suck my dick. What? 
<laughs> if he can breathe. It's not funny, but it is. We're not going to um, talk too, too much about, like, the progress of it. Because we know we're going to be a week behind. He, I So, mean, by the time you're hearing this, theoretically, he may be dead. By the time we recorded this, he had released a statement earlier today saying that he was getting better. His doctors are saying that he is stable and he is progressing fine. But all that could change because... Or had, that may not be true. <laughs> from the time we had the debate, which we'll talk about a little bit, to uh, now when we're recording, which is I know, you probably will have forgotten the debate even happened by then. Yeah, a lot has happened. They went from... Um, he went from mocking Joe Biden to wearing from wearing a mask all the time to um, getting COVID within the same week, and then being hospitalized for COVID. They they hope Hicks got it. Then Trump was like, "All right, we're gonna quarantine just to be safe." And then hours after that, I feel like it was hours after that they were like, "Yeah, now nah, we got it." But. You We're mean, you mean like, they said it? No, 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 no. No, yeah. It was first reported by Sham Sharadia, the NBA reporter. He beat Trump by, like, 43 seconds. I don't know how the Trump team managed to let that slip. That, that's another reason why I don't think he's faking it, right? Because there's the conspiracy outright that he's faking it to distract from his terrible performance at the debate, which I think is halfway true. I don't think he's faking. I even saw a tweet that they were like, they spread it all over the podium. <laughs> there, uh, they, there are theories that um, his Supreme Court nominee press conference was ground zero for this, uh, was the spreader event for where this happened. Because Hope Hicks was there, uh, Trump was there, you know, everybody that got it was there. The red, right. white, and blue wedding? <laughs> and, um... Nobody was wearing masks. Everybody was hugging and shit. I mean... At least seven people from that have been confirmed positive for COVID. Egg, that's my point. That's why they're saying that, yeah, it that it, most likely that's where everybody got it from, right? And it's just... What if Trump is burning his own Reichstag? Wow. I don't feel like the Hitler comparisons are all... This, this one, though. Godwin's Law! Man... Look, it's just, I think what is happening, though, was clearly they were trying to cover it up, right? Like, they were trying to get their their cards lined up before they laid them out on the table. For so who knows how long he's actually even had it. But I do feel like there is a ploy for sympathy, right? One, because... Of course! Yeah, that's obvious. Be even with, like, you know, people like Rachel Maddow... Uh, sending their best well wishes to the president, but I feel they like they send as they try to bite their tongue. I feel like there is going to be a ploy to make him seem strong through this, right? So he can come out on the other end of it with the sympathy that he has garnered now from being sick, and now come out looking like a strong individual for beating another thing i could say or i've heard is he'll come out and downplay it and be like exactly no, that's, look i was in that's what the I'm target saying. audience and it was fine that's what i'm saying he's an older you know like but also he's supposed to be in peak health 
Right. Like, and that'll get into my other conspiracy theory here in a minute. Um, Which also leads to my conspiracy theory. Exactly. But I feel like ultimately what the play here is, is Donald gets sick from COVID. And he dies in office. No, gets the sympathy from it, comes out looking stronger, and then whatever drug they need to push for the stock market is what drug they're going to push. That's what I took this. And then, you know, the doctors, they watch me, they monitor me, but I've always been in great health. So I didn't even need a ventilator. I didn't accept any of that shit. I just took rodroplorazide or whatever the fuck it is that <laughs> they claim he's taking while he's in there. My pillow guy aside. Yeah, because they, yeah. My or, pillow guy chloroquine. Or, or your conspiracy theory, right? Trump wants to die in office. He did go to Walter Reed last year for that quote-unquote stroke. So if he's still dealing with the ramifications from that stroke, it may leave him a little weak. Trump wants to die in office. That's why he wants to win re-election. So that way he'll be like 78 by the time he's done. I just... The only way he would... He'd have to get re-elected again before he died. And unless he's trying to speed up the process. If Can you imagine Trump just like going out on the debate and like licking the podium? Like like hoping he's like, please, wow. will this take it out of me? I just I'm thinking because my it's not really a concern. I just the thing I'm wondering is if he dies before the election, what happens? Well, you're going to either vote for Mike Pence or Joe Biden. Mike Pence hasn't campaigned at all. Exactly. Like, so if, like, in theory, if Donald dies before the election, then by law, we make Pence president, right? Because the president has died, so the vice president is sins. So then... Acting president. There's a term for it. Had, I don't feel like a sitting president has died in this close to the election, in the middle of an election year, like, ever. Um, FDR, but it was on the other side of the election. That's my point. Um, and COVID, if COVID has gotten, the election happens next month. We're now at the beginning. We're just at the beginning of October. So, he's got a whole month. <laughs> That's a whole fucking month, yo, for this nigga to possibly croak it. Yeah. That's way too close to the fucking election, yo. Yeah. What will that do to the country? I mean, 2020 has already done weird shit, right? It's not out of the cards at all, Gambit. <laughs> like... I'm not gonna lie. Speaking of 2020, about a week ago, about a week ago, while I was while I was driving, I had "Dear Basketball" by Kobe Bryant playing, and I cried my eyes out. It's been rough. <laughs> it's been heavy. Like I said, I told you earlier. I just feel, I feel like I am just now starting to um, hit an upswing in my state of depression that I was in, um, which. It's weird to me considering, you know, I just went to my brother's wedding and I saw my dad for the first time in 20 years. But 
yeah, I don't know. After that, I guess I was like emotionally exhausted, and I like slid into like a mild depressive state. Like it wasn't like full on like oh I put me on watch or anything like that. But, so you know when you I hear mean, something good for someone else, yeah. and it's like genuine happiness for them, and yeah. like not even an inkling of like, well, fuck you. I wish yeah, I could at all. Like, so like, we both know both of those. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's human nature. Especially as a rapper, and you're just like, yeah, that mixtape is great. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it when, especially people I don't like, like artists I don't like, when I hear a song from an artist I don't like, and I actually like the song, I'm like, I get excited, because I'm like, oh shit, this person was actually able to do something that I feel like my judgmental ass was able to identify with in some kind of way. It resonated. Like, so that kind of stuff excites me. I, In my later age, 30, boom, 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 I'm starting to try and not be so cynical because stress will kill you. Literally, it's what kills most of us. It's not COVID. It's not murders. It's stress. Like, the shit that stress will do to your fucking heart to your brain it's i feel like in a hundred years we're gonna look back at the amount of sugar we're consuming as a human species and the amount of stress we put on ourselves as a human species and be like wow i can't believe we used to live like that probably <laughs> like but i got one of those like genuine happiness for someone moments yeah so you remember how i was saying Speak i was on. talking to um a deaf girl Yes. So yes. she got a job recently at, ironically, an audiologist. <laughs> I please, I apologize. <laughs> and the audio, the doctor noticed that she kept pulling on her ear, and um, the doctor was like, "Come in for tests." And apparently, there is a, a type of um, like hearing aid or something like that. So she can get hearing back. Oh, shit. Okay. So, she told me that she heard her daughter's voice for the first time. God damn. Her daughter's five. Hey. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. That's beautiful. And I was like... <laughs> so awesome! Punch me straight in the field. God damn it, man up. And, and on that day, that's the so Grinch's passive. heart grew three sizes that day. See, that's awesome. It's stuff like that that I keep trying to look for, and you have to. You actively have to look for that kind of stuff right now because everything else is so bleak. If not, you'll be running around with the rest you of these know doom brainers. Shoot. So, first day, she gets her hearing back. She hears her daughter's voice for the first time. Mm. She listened to her favorite song like 10 times. You know what else she listened to? What? The Flood with Dr. Oh Z. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. And she's still talking to you, which means all your yelling hasn't stopped you yet, sir. <laughs> Look at that. Beautiful. Folks, there's still... Hi, Bahar. <laughs> there's still good in the world. And we have... To remember we have there to is some good in this world mr frodo and it's worth fighting for eggs there you go
can't do this, Sam. I know. It's all wrong. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. like in the great stories, Mr. Frugal. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad had happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it'll shine out the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? There's some good in this world, Mr. Fertile. And it's worth fighting for. There you go. That is the thing that keeps me going right now because they haven't stopped fighting and they're just getting stronger. What did he say? Stand back and stand by. The president said that when asked about white supremacy. And y'all are like, why are you so obsessed with white supremacy? Well, <laughs> they can stand back and, and stand, stand by. They can, they can sit back and stand by, but we'll get up, Fred, stand up. Fred Hampton was murdered in his sleep. Rihanna Taylor was murdered in her sleep. Come on, you man. You mentioned it earlier about being, like, gothic, and I'm just like, I wanted to add, I really love, like, loner castle stories and aesthetic. Oh. Dracula. Yeah. Castlevania. <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo. Lovecraft. Love crap. <laughs> I love like a loner lives at a castle. Beauty and the Beast. Damn. Yeah. I mean that is an aesthetic, yo. I just I like can... give me a lonely guy at a giant castle, and I'm probably in. I'm, look, I don't know if that guy is out there and whose side he's on, but all I'm saying to bring it back is we have to fight for the good. We cannot become complacent and apathetic and just allow these people to continue to mouth vomit off their hateful rhetoric. It's gonna sound wild coming from somebody like me who's so laissez-faire about things most of the time, except for white supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because, honestly, 
You want to know why we don't have hoverboards and why we can't teleport and why you can't just take a pill to cure cancer or COVID yet? And it's because fucking things like racism and classism are keeping us from being the fucking flourishing species that we have been. And if you look throughout history, you will see that even with the great technological advancements... They all came from collaboration. Exactly, son. And if we don't get the fuck up and go vote as simple... Stand up! As that shit sounds, we won't have... Then we're really going to have to strap the fuck up. I said it on Twitter when he said stand up and stand by, but if you ain't ready, you better get ready. Because goddammit, man, if that wasn't a dog whistle for you, look, I said it a long time ago. Them fucking dog whistles are broken, bro. Hey, I don't know if they broke them shits on purpose, but all I can tell you is they pulled on signaling. It might as well be Zig Hyland out this bitch. Like, dark humor, awkward laughter moment here. I'm just going to blend in and hide in plain sight. Yeah. See? Nope. You better get the fuck up and you better be on the front lines fighting. My goddamn, if you won't be at that cookout next year. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You're Listen, right. man, it's, it's... I'll be the bard. There are lots of ways... Drummer. Not wait, can we still, like, line up with the, the muskets and the... Look, all I'm saying is not everybody gotta be first infantry, man. Yeah, like, we... You need medics in war. You need journalists. You need bards. <laughs> They did actually, I mean, the drummer boy was a real thing. We are not at a bloody state to an extent. I mean, look, there's examples of bloodshed all over. And I don't know if we're at a point where now it's all this blood is going to have to be cleansed by fire. And I'm afraid of what it's going to look like if we get to that point. Drummer boy question. So, when they're, like, on a march, not, like, in a battle where they have to keep the cadence ready to go, but, like, when they're just, like, marching through a field, you think any of them would just, like, turn around and be like, Hey, Cornelius! Can you play something a little more upbeat? (laughs) Oh, totally. You can't be playing no somber, dramatic shit when you're getting ready. You'd be like, hey, you guys want to, like, grab another drum? Even if it's a 300 situation where all of us feel like we're gonna die no matter what the fuck happens, right? Like, don't you play no sad shit. Don't you dare. (laughs) Don't you dare, unless it's, like, victory. (laughs) Fuck that. I don't want to hear no sad shit when I'm about to die. You mean you don't want to listen to, like, Vienna Tang? Nope. 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 I want to hear grills. Finally. (laughs) You mean you don't want Genius Next Door by Regina Spector? Nope. Nope. Up that. I want to hear Party Up by DMX. Looking at the roof of the church, telling the truth and it hurts. (laughs) Man, I... It's not just me. We're in such a weird place right now. Like, nothing seems certain. And nothing seems normal. (laughs) Break time! (laughs) Man, oh man. So, has Snoop found you lately? I was watching something. You know, I told you, yo, this game is not fair, right? Because he pops up in the most random places. I was watching some. It's not that it's not fair. It's just you're amazed how often Snoop Dogg shows up in your life. Yeah, it's. 
When's the last time you saw Snoop Dogg? Oh god, like Wednesday? It, it had to have been like Wednesday. I, I, game one of the finals for me. Was it? Yeah. Why am I still wearing my sunglasses? in the middle of the day inside. It's bright as fuck outside right now. Hey, but any what what other news have you been into this week? Well, I wanted to look it up, so this day in history. One week from now, <laughs> when this drops. So on October 10th, when this drops, the U.S. Naval Academy was founded in 1845. Ooh, cool Dang. local little fact. Yeah, Naval Academy. It's like the central hub of Annapolis, and yeah. it's one of the biggest tourist attractions. And in Maryland, <laughs> one of the things that really is the heart and soul of Annapolis. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, everything run around it. All right, the Soviets halted the Nazi advance into Russia. Mm. Oh, that was a turning point in the uh, war. Right? Very, very much so. Yeah. And Wayne Gretzky debuted with the Oilers in 1979. I did not know Gretzky played, like, way back when, like, in the 70s. Damn, Gretzky that old? Yeah, apparently. Damn. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge hockey guy, but, like... Me neither. I didn't think Gretzky was... I'm but, I mean, we all the, know the great one. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's, like, tennis, right? We can't name any other tennis players other than Serena Williams, right? Marina Sharpova. Williams. Williams. Roger Federer. Uh, Rafi Aldadal. I, I grew up watching sports in Europe. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. It's All right, a, and then this so one I know you're gonna be. Other people I know this one you're gonna be really happy about. Name a curling champion. Jesse Owens. Curling? I don't know. Maybe. No. It's a good chance. No, that's definitely track and field. Like. Whatever. Come on. All right, so. I know that one. That's all right, all right, all right. This next one, you'll like this one. A famous birthday. Thelonious Monk was oh, born in shit. 1917. Okay. 1917. On Today in History, one week from now. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it's fall. It's getting time for some good jazz music, too. Yup. Yeah. I really want to go to a real good jazz bar, and I've wanted to go for a while. I'm trying to think if I know any good jazz bars off the top but of my head. But you know, like head, the ones I mean, where it's like low light, and yeah. like you walk in, and then you have to like walk down a small set of steps, yeah, and, and somebody you see the bar, the and there's is... the guy in like the vest that he's shaking, he's shaking the thing every time, and somebody, and then the you go and sit at the bar by yourself, like a loner, and then you yep. see Jessica Rabbit at the end of the bar, just like look at you, <laughs> and then rabbit. just give you the smile, and then the bartender comes, comes over with your drink, and he's like, Martini, you know, sir? this is her drink too, or this is her drink. And you're like, all right, cool. Bashfully said one over to her. Wow. And then you look back up wow. again and she's looking at you still. And you smile and she smiles. And then the bartender says, hey, man, shoot your shot. And then you get up from the bar and you walk Yo, over this, yeah. and you're... You sit down next to her and the bartender walks over at that exact moment with the drink and he's like, this man got this for you. Of course, because he has an accent. Um, all right, imagine Idris Elba. Idris Elba as the bartender. So, 
Damn, I wish I knew where Idris was from in the UK. You know? Oh man, but, but I, like, know, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like, and talking all the about. lighting is like kind of like purple and dark blue, and yeah. the jazz band is always low, and there's Mo the dude with the actual like cello, shit. like. So what do you say when you walk over to him? Shit, I didn't get that far. Damn. I woke up. Damn. Ooh. I mean, I don't know any jazz bars in the area like that. I mean, ones that would even still be open, right? Because, like, everything is I mean, like, that's a down. really noir image of a jazz bar. I'm, I'm sure you could still find that somewhere in D.C., though. <laughs> that's where we were thinking about looking. Yeah, but it all depends on what the fuck opens back up now that COVID is hit because everything is shutting down permanently. Everything is changing the fuck up. Yeah. So we got some gaming news. Ooh. You wanna start or me? Go for it. Smash Brothers has a new character! Yeah. But we're not I really that excited because it's Steve from mine. <laughs> I ain't played Smash Brothers in so but, long. But, 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 you can reskin him as the zombie or Alex or. What the fuck? I'm not. Oh, so I get to play as a what? What do they call it? Greekers or something like that? Something like that. Somebody, <laughs> some zoomer somewhere just cringed. <laughs> nah, I'm not. Ha I'm not hip, yo. And I haven't played Smash Bros in so long, and that's not gonna make me. That is a play. lie. You played Smash Brothers like a month ago. Oh, that's right, because you brought the Switch over. I don't have a Switch though, so like, take this. <laughs> if you don't play it, I. If you don't bring that shit over, I don't. Go. Play. Falcon, put. Shout, Shout out to Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Yo, um, did you see Amazon released the new streaming, a uh, game streaming service? I. You Lucia? showed me something about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it sounds like um, Steam. Yeah, it's it's definitely but coming. synced up to everything else in your, your life. Yo, I mean, look, we're gonna get into how. Amazon may be Skynet. We all thought Google was going to be Skynet, but the way Bezos is going. And Facebook. <laughs> the way, look, before you know it, if Zuckerberg keep running Facebook the way he's running it, because now, once again, Facebook GTA is in trouble. GTA 5 Life Invader. No, fucking Facebook is in trouble again. Have you heard about the shit going on in Ethiopia? Nope. Yeah, it's Myanmar all over again in Ethiopia this Go ahead and elaborate. Okay, so Facebook got in trouble like last year, maybe the year before that, because people, they didn't have content moderators and in their Myanmar department, which is a country over in Central Asia. Yeah. And um, they were, they didn't have people who spoke the language. So they were able to a couple of the extremists over there were able to start a, um, I guess, a uh, hate speech campaign, for lack of better words, a, a, that led to a genocide of a specific ethnic minority over in Myanmar. Oh, this sounds like Rwanda. Yeah. Well, yeah, except for with Facebook. And uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg got in a lot of trouble for that. They were like... They, he had to, like, go to the U.N. and answer for, like, you know, war crimes. Not war crimes, but, like, that kind of shit. War negligence? Yeah, like, yeah, extreme negligence. And it's happening all over again in Ethiopia. Um, so, my... Zuckerberg, we will say, is worse than Jack Dorsey. 
Oh, all, extremely. Like, I can't remember who I was listening to, but they... Jack Dorsey, I can imagine. Like, if you could give oh. an analogy for Jack Dorsey, the creator of Twitter, it would probably be the the watchmaker theory. Shoot. So, the, it's yeah. the Explain classic... the watchmaker the, theory. The watchmaker theory is based around um, giving an explanation and a rationale for the existence of God. Okay. Where, basically, God made the universe and all existence with a certain set of natural laws to which it'll work. Okay. Like clockwork. Oh, okay. Hence yeah. the watchmaker theory. Right. And you feel like... And oh, then okay. after it was going, he just lets it go. Right. Oh, okay. So you're like Jack Dorsey. like Jack Twitter. Dorsey made Twitter yeah. and just lets it go. But Jack Dorsey also had enough sense after it was found that Twitter was being used to subvert the election. How close to, to the... Given how important social media has become to even representing a person, what... It's kind of hard to way to say it, this. But if... The watchmaker theory is saying that Jack Dorsey just created this world then are Zuckerberg and Dorsey and like the maker of Reddit and Instagram I forgot basically like well Instagram essentially God when it comes to the internet I mean at this point certainly so because I mean in a lot of countries that is the internet right like Twitter Facebook Reddit like sites like that that is that's all people do and like youtube like you you gotta include youtube in there that's like why censorship is such a big deal with all of these platforms absolutely but that's the uh point like or that's my point because we all are living a life of duality absolutely we the corporeal and the digital yeah we exist through these online avatars and we use this online space to act out the things that we are supposed to say in quiet. It's Pocahontas in space, not Ferngully. But my point is that when, like, you know, Zuckerberg and Dorsey have consistently been brought in to testify on, like, things that happen on their websites, right? And, like, Jack Dorsey has actively, I feel like, sought to I feel like Zuckerberg gets called, though, and they're like, Zuck, what did you do? And Dorsey is like... Dorsey, what didn't you do? Yeah, it, it, yeah, like he's act like you can't. There are no political ads are allowed on Twitter right now, right? Like, but Twitter wasn't even like a. I'm not gonna say even a fraction of the like. Twitter didn't even account for like a fraction of what Facebook's interaction is accounted for as far as like Russian like disinformation campaigns and like hacking and stuff was like implemented. So the fact that Mark Zuckerberg constantly allows his platform to get into these kinds of situations and still doesn't seem to demonstrate like an iota of understanding of the impact that Facebook has on these things is like baffling to me and I don't understand how the company can be public and allow him to remain as like the face of the company. So I feel like 
ultimately getting, tying everything back in, what I was saying is Bezos is not far from buying Facebook. Bezos looks like a strung out Howie Mandel. It's his last, Facebook merging with Amazon is the last bastion of Amazon becoming Skynet. And then being eaten by Google and Disney. I don't know. I feel like if Amazon can get its hands on Facebook in some kind of partnership, I feel like that puts them slightly ahead of Google and Disney. Because now Google and Disney have to go through Amazon. Well, Disney not... owns all high production. Media, but that's basically. my. But that would mean that Amazon then owns the means of marketing, right, and distribution. And it can be there in an hour. You can advertise your product through Facebook. Then there's some kind of thing where Facebook Marketplace merges with Amazon, right? And now things that are bought on Facebook Marketplace can be delivered through Amazon product. Look, all I'm saying is if it happens, don't All be I know surprised. is if I'm buying or selling on Facebook Marketplace, they're they're meeting me at a parking lot of somewhere no, I know. No, it'll be a whole fucking thing where like an Amazon delivery thing will pick up the package from your house and drop it off to the person who bought it from Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying if it would meet. If oh in real if now. But it, it doesn't sound that out of the realm of possibilities with the way things are happening. I mean, look at, like... Fox Amazon is the same company that made the store that you don't actually have to buy anything, quote-unquote. They just facial scan you, look and at, you walk out. Look at the Disney-Fox merger that just happened, right? Like, now Disney literally owns half of the entertainment market. The only way they could... The only way Disney could get bigger at this point is if, like, they fucking bought Death Jam, right? Like, or Universal Music. Yeah. If they, like... <laughs> it's the only way Disney could get any bigger. And Disney already has its own record label that may have, like, a fucking deal with Universal Music. So... <laughs> Who knows how this whole web of businesses is It would is only be connected. fitting for either... Google already owns YouTube, right? So that's already set the platform for one of those markets to buy out one of these social media streaming sites. Twitter, or uh, fucking uh, TikTok is up for grabs. How long before Bezos throws his hands in that? Walmart's trying to buy it, right? But I mean, Walmart and I feel like Amazon, that's not a hard sell, right? Amazon probably just can't buy TikTok right now for some weird legal reason. But if another American company buys it and then they buy it from them, I mean, TikTok is still up in weird legal uh, air right now anyway. A judge just um, ruled Trump's initial ban on the downloading of it illegitimate. So you can still download it for now, but the November, I think it's like November 21st deadline or whatever, where they're going to stop all downloads and all updates of it, is still on the tape. Jeez. And it would take the only reason I don't think Amazon is going for it right this and second. And is this this is not just TikTok. This is Tencent, right? Well, speaking specifically on TikTok. Okay. The only reason I don't think Bezos has attempted to buy TikTok yet is because him and Trump don't get along. Bezos owns a little Wapo. Washington. Yeah, exactly. And they are constantly running like smear ads on Trump and shit. Oh yeah. So, 
but Bezos is also the richest motherfucker in the country right now, and we all know how Donald likes money. So if Bezos, money, 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 money. if Bezos can find some weird subsidiary to throw enough money at Trump without being directly like connected to the shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is all speculation. This sounds like a conspiracy. Hi, local NSA agent Ted. The initiative is like right down the road, too. Yep. You know who's not right down the road anymore? Who? Edward Snowden. Oh, oh, oh. Alright, is he, uh. He grew up in Crofton. Did he? What? Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here. My brother in law used to play video games with him when they were like 12. Shut the fuck up. Apparently, he's so good at fighting games, he can beat you with his feet. Shut the fuck up. Let me find out. Let me find out. That's wild. He went to Anne Arundel Community College. Damn. Shout out Anne Arundel Like he straight up. College. Shout out to Community College. Edward Snowden is from Crofton, dude. Damn. That's wild. I did not know that. I wasn't hit. What's his uh, situation looking like? What weren't there developments in it recently? They he was he, working I mean, on extradition or something. He's like, that? like I said the last time. He's basically a uh, he's basically just a green card resident of Russia at this point. At this point, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's coming back. Like, the Kremlin, I mean, the Kremlin, it's not his choice. Like, he'd have to get a presidential pardon or a promise of a fair trial, which he's not gonna get. I feel like Trump may, could potentially pardon him if he was In trying... In the most pathetic last-ditch effort? Yes, to steal, like, left votes. I also feel like Biden could potentially pardon him to make up or an appeal for some of the more extreme positions he's not going to hold on to for the left. Like, we're talking this, you know, Joe Biden, Green New Deal thing. But, dude, how much of that do we really think Joe is going to hold on to? I mean, like, we The real really... question is how much is, of it is Kamala and AOC going to hold on to? Mm, you think he's going to let AOC run the reins like that? That, let's talk about I don't think that. AOC is going to give him any much of a choice. You think she's... She is a bulldog. Yeah, no, I give her that. I can't wait to see. And I she hope... has that yeah. Bronx energy. And I can't wait to see what she does in the future because... I no, she's from Queens, right? No, she's from the Bronx. <laughs> she is from <laughs> Bronx. down. Like, nah, I can't wait to see what the future of the young democratic left looks like because with her Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar and uh, even Cory Booker you know like the young democrats Cory, calling Cory Booker young is kind of <laughs> but still like I'm not he's under 50 I'm not too afraid of what the democratic party is looking like but talking about like I feel like age is becoming a bigger concern and a bigger question for the political spectrum. Because the, with the way we're looking at it now, I mean, we just heard Chris Rock talk about it on SNL, and we'll talk about SNL in a little bit too. But like, he said it himself, like we've got two old white guys running for president. And not that like, you know, there isn't something that comes with age and experience, like this is coming from somebody who was going to vote for Bernie, right? Who's older than both Joe and uh, Donald, if I'm correct. Yep, but he is. 
he understands the value in listening and appealing to younger voters. That's why his demographic was the younger base. <laughs> Bernie energized the young Democratic left to get out there. Mm-hmm. And he really mobilized them in a way that the Democratic Party wasn't ready for. Right? They weren't ready for that shit when they put Hillary up there. They weren't ready for that shit when, you know, they were trying to convince Joe to even run. Joe didn't even want to fucking run, bro. And they were like, yo, Bernie is getting ready to be president. Your donors don't want that to happen. Like, let don't get it fucking twisted, yo. I'm not, I'm not wholly sliding into this Joe Biden camp, but... He's at, political Robitussin. At this point... We have to do our best to hold our local officials to. And we have to do our best to save the old republic. That's the the great experiment. That's why we have to hold our local officials to the fire and to scrutiny. Because the GOP has consolidated power so that the strings are being pulled at the local level because they know that the left is focused on the federal state, the mainstream, but it's really all these local states making these laws that just seem to sweep across the nation and then they become federal things. I mean, it's happening on the left with marijuana, right? Like, if you look at weed laws, like, I don't know how many, it's like 30 some states now that weed is legal in, if I'm correct. (laughs) Get off! The weed! Look at what this shit is doing for the states where the shit is legal. It's bringing in such crazy revenue. Oh, I just think that drop's hilarious. And that's where, and that's another thing where it's like, you know, Joe Biden is holding on to for the conservative Democratic side that he's not going to legalize marijuana. And it's just like, it's stupid. There's so much money just waiting for the government to eat up. If they did that, and I don't understand why they won't. Because you have people who are stuck in their ways, and that is why it is important for us to get out there. Back to the daily program, stuck in their ways. Less. (laughs) That is why it is important for us as a young demographic to really get out there and be. We're gonna ignore the fact that the CIA flooded the inner cities with crack in the 80s, right? (laughs) Look, we can't, we can't, we can't get into that right now and get derailed into another fucking riptide because we're already like rolling here right now. But the point I'm trying to make is the reason, and I'm not trying to sound like a boomer when I say this show, and then that's already going to set me up, but here it is, cold hard truth. We need to get out there, us young folks, 30 and younger need to get out there and unfortunately yeah it sucks because we work and stuff like that but if y'all are willing to skip work to go out and protest then you need to skip work to go out to these town halls and be heard ask these questions put the pressure on people because you know who goes to their town halls who dave chappelle look i mean dave chappelle got money and that's where the argument is going to come in right because it's hard to go to these town halls and stuff when you don't have the money to you know have time like time is money that shit is real but (laughs) it's because the older generation has the time that they can go to town halls and they can put pressure on your local area uh chief executive or your state representative or the financial manager of your county like they can put pressure on them because they have nothing but time Right? And they put us, I said they financially kneecapped us, right? So that we have 
a extremely strained work-life balance, right? Like we can't even spend time on our crafts now. We've, we've turned our crafts into commodities. Look at the gig economy. You got people who volunteer walking dogs now, walking dogs on apps and shit like that, or Uber, you know, time that we would have to dedicate Any to Any art like, that somebody makes, throw it up on yeah, display, or Etsy, DeviantArt, yeah, exactly. Etsy. Like, in any time we would have to dedicate to philosoph- like philosophical theories and advancing, like, humankind is now being spent working ourselves to death. And any of the ones that are written are in 140 characters or less. <laughs> and we can't take the time to go to these town halls and and really voice our concerns as the younger generation. Maybe they can Zoom them. Everybody should have gotten really good at Zoom by now. And look, and but that's, that's part of this, why this COVID thing has really shaken up the system, right? Because now the old guard who was making their fight holding on to tradition has been forced to adjust to a new standard of living because COVID shut everything the fuck down. Yep. So, and it's now they know what essential worker really means. And now the essential workers are demanding better wages, better compensation for their time because everybody else gets to stay outside of the risk factor for this disease and stuff man like it's really reshuffling priorities unless you're the president (laughs) and the reshuffling of these priorities is forcing people to reassess the things that they actually care about and it's also kind of leveling the playing field like you said now if you have a smartphone which everybody has and you have a few minutes on your break, you may be able to slide into the Zoom town hall meeting and ask a few questions or something like that. And just get active. Stay active, man. Because, like I said earlier, it's easy to get apathetic to this shit and really just get, you know, disheartened by everything that's happening. I mean, suicide rates are up. Um, Those crime rates people complain about, vote for your DA, vote for your judges. Yeah, look, that's another thing. Trump was bragging about that shit during the debates, how many judges he's appointed. Think about what that means. What he's signaling is our people are finally going to get their way. The things that we want, we haven't been able to get because the left has put people in place that have been blocking us from achieving our high moral standards. He's bragging about how many judges Barack Obama left open. When he didn't leave judges open for them, they stonewalled all of those decisions the same way they stonewalled Merrick Garland. Like, he's bragging about bucking the fucking system whilst preaching that he is the law and order president. Think about what that signals. That means that there's a new law and order that is coming into play and he is the face of that like you know who's not gonna be a face of it it seems like who damn lindsey graham damn lindsey graham oh no lindsey graham oh poor he, he got graham. crushed in his debate whoa whoa he's did? so desperate he, did he no no him? seriously he's so desperate that my 
trumpet mom. My trumpet mom got <laughs> fundraising mail from Lindsey Graham. Listen here, trumpets. I forgot what you were calling him. Damn, you gotta remember. You gotta remind me. That's golden. Yo, shout out to all the trumpets. Sorry to all you trumpet players. <laughs> we'll call you trumpeteers. There you go. <laughs> oh, that makes it sound like they're puppeting him, though. No, I'm saying the the trumpet players. I know. I know what you're saying. It just it reminded me of puppeteer. It sounds. Never mind. Anyway, dance, monkey, dance. So so. Tell me about this letter that your mom got sent. Oh, I didn't bother opening it. I just uh, know that it was sent from the from Lindsey Graham. And man, I'm like, why is Lindsey Graham... That pathetic plea for donations he had. Like... The fact that he's sending... He's in South Carolina and he's sending donation letters up to Maryland. Maryland. Like, they are desperate. They are desperate, I keep trying to tell. And that's why they're fighting tooth and nail. Who fights harder than a hungry dog? Come on, man. <laughs> they see that the tides are turning on them and that the table, the tables have turned. Like, but in the debate, Lindsey Graham was like, yeah, well, all the Democrats are uh, nuts and I'm going to go after them. And uh, the, the, look at how the, hard his opponent just went. Well, the first way to get bipartisanship is to not call the other side nuts. And I was just like, Woo! Yo, look at how hard they are demonizing the left and the Democrats, yo. And people on the right will say, oh, well, the Democrats do it too. But I beg y'all to go back and look at when the left was pleading for bipartisanship. Like, they, like begging for bipartisanship. When Donald Trump got elected, everybody said, let's give him, everybody, most of the people on the left, center left, said, well, let's fuck it, we're stuck chance. with them. Let's give him a chance to be presidential, right? Like, there were even people. I was people. done within a month. Within a month. <sighs> you remember, look at the man within the first right. month, he tried to do a Muslim ban. Look at, exactly. Like, but they tried. They tried, right? I saw uh, Dave Anthony tweeted out, man, Al Franken would have ripped Donald to shreds in a presidential debate, yo. And Al Franken Because Al Franken's a comedian. Al Franken got himself out of the paint after his sexual harassment allegations, right? Like, he stepped down willingly. Like, that's the kind of shit that the left was doing. And now they're mad because... Antifa is shielded the fuck up and throwing bricks into buildings and burning shit down. And it's like, man, y'all are running around with fucking M16s and fucking, oh, what's, what's the other one that every, AR-15s. Forgive me, doctor, yeah. I have sinned. There's a scuff on the J's. Damn, did you really? I just noticed that. Man, but they're running around with AR-15s and then they get mad when fucking Antifa throws a brick through a window and it's just like fucking Kyle Rittenhouse, whose name I shouldn't have said, you know, shot somebody in the fucking chest and y'all- Kyle Shittenhouse! I'm sure no one said that before. Y'all are mad a CVS got burned down. Like, maybe if your president did a better job at protecting small businesses instead of bolstering the capitalist oligarchs that we have, then- <laughs> Oh, Except for Jeff head. Bezos. No, fuck that guy too. Like we we didn't get to talk about uh, like how 
the automation that he's pushing on all of his warehouses is causing the entry rank to go up for his already overworked employees. Like, yeah, that's true. They it, do throw up the overtime hours to make it really tempting, though. Trust me, I have a friend that works at Amazon. And they fucking do shit like, uh, if they keep the injuries down, they throw them like pizza parties and shit, right? <laughs> the pizza parties. Like it's fucking kindergarten, right? And, which is leading people to not report their injuries because they don't want to be ostracized by the group for getting the pizza party taken away. Like, fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Like, how about you actually pay people livable wages and not force them to work 80 hours a week to actually make something valuable out of that shit. That's the fucking problem, man. Everybody is always trying to venerate the fucking left for raising taxes, right? Because, ooh, taxes, the boogie devil, taxation is... Theft. I think you're using venerate like, wrong. I damn, I know. I <laughs> Denigrate. Denigrate. Thank you. That's what I meant. But people always denigrate the left for their, you know, wanting to raise taxes to bolster the economy and shit. And it's like, well... The taxes would fucking go to small businesses. The taxes don't help anybody that makes under $100,000 a year. And I'm even willing to give you $100,000 a year, right? Like, that's not even upper middle class at this point. Yeah. That's barely middle class. I'd say, what do you think middle class is now? For me, middle class is anywhere from sixty dollars to $120,000. That's middle class. That seems fair. That's reasonably middle class in America at this point. Right? Like... Upper middle class, I would say, is 120 to 400,000. I would say that's upper. Middle class. I'd say a million. A million? You think a million? Okay, well, I'm even willing to give you that. Like upper middle class, a nice, spacious suburban house outside of Chicago. Yeah. Or yeah, I could say like a million bucks. In fucking Bethesda. Yeah. Like or Potomac. Like, yeah, that yeah that that's upper middle class, right? Like. Now, and that's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. It, but it's only crazy because it seems like you. Because have to... we used to have a game show called "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire." Exactly, and that was that was peak like rich back then. Like getting a million dollars is fucking nothing now. It's fucking nothing. That shit would be first of all. You're you like, think? great, I can pay off my college loans right. and send my one kid to college. Exactly. And that's after, and that's even if if you don't pay taxes on the shit. <laughs> Once you pay taxes on the shit, the taxes are ridiculous. I worked at a casino, and, and yeah. it's the taxes are so high that the casino offers free play instead of the car Damn. or the cash value of the yeah. car. That people would just rather take the free slot play, Why which, not? by the way, just makes me feel so sad because it's like Tyrone Bigum straight up coming up like or the guy from Don't Be a Menace hey man you got them cheeseburgers with these fucking gambling addicts and their free slot play I mean what, what do you think mobile gaming is that's all mobile gaming is is slot machines dog <laughs> like, loot boxes come on man and but that's my point with as hard as it is to work a nine to five and get to an upper middle class status and they keep making the barrier for entry higher and higher and thinner and thinner for people moving the goalposts and then they turn around and they tell us the problem is the government is taxing us too much right 
Well, of course. But yet people are still getting rich in this fucking country, and we want to know how, right? And they say, oh, well, if... No matter what's happening, someone's getting rich. Right. And it's like, oh, well, if you lower taxes some more, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, then where are we going to get the money for other things? Oh, well, we still need y'all to give us that, but we'll... It'll it'll trickle down. Trickle down fucking economics doesn't work, and that's should be more than evident by... Because it doesn't the, take into account the human factor. The housing crisis is like... Oh, God, the health crisis that this country is having, the schooling crisis that is happening, the public schooling crisis that is happening all across the country. It's, I mean, it's been said time and time again. But fucking public school teachers pay more in taxes than goddamn the president of the country who is a self-proclaimed billionaire. Like, it's absurd. Like, that guy on the street right there, he has more money than I do! That's the point, dog. That's the point. This man is playing with debt. That's how the system is rigged now, and if you don't know how to play with debt, then fucking guess what happens at the casino when you run out of money? You get break! In other entertainment news, <laughs> I'm fucking mad. Why you mad, bro? Nerd Corner. Nerd drop. Magic the Gathering, everybody. Ooh, magic news. So, Wizards of the Coast, the company that runs magic, has been printing these, like, 12 or 16 times a year, these secret layers quote-unquote, which have, layers. like, five cards okay. that are reprints, typically, with, like, different art, or they're foil. They're pretty. Like, okay. the whole thing is, okay. it's, it's you know, pretty unnecessary shit. Limited runs kind yeah. of deals? Okay. okay. So, yeah, but, you know, they're already cards that exist. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they decided that they are going to make a secret layer of completely unique mechanically unique tournament legal exclusive secret lair walking dead cards <laughs> straight up Negan uh, Michonne Daryl why walker tokens how does that fit okay I can see the walkers right like if we included different we like, already have zombie tokens no yeah. they have to specify walkers i couldn't even get with that but including like the actual characters like uh so, cash grab there's a lot of problems with this ring the cash there's grab a bell. lot of problems with this talk about it for starters magic has been around for 28 years it's as old as i am damn, damn. very easy to remember that damn. the game is as old as i am they Only have 28 years? I felt like that's something that should have been around since like the 70s. With no, the it's 28 years. Okay. But still, okay. a, a, a I mean, that's a game yeah, yeah. being relevant for 28 years. Yeah. They have a huge amount of lore. Yeah. Continuous I, lore. I, I can tell. 
based off of why the, are they bringing in more the walking dead <laughs> which isn't even fitting like it's no. modern america nihilistic apocalypse hellscape yeah, like for all that are we gonna do a mad max let deck? alone there's nowhere in it would you buy a mad max deck no, and they're doing no. it. No. <laughs> no, so like they're legit doing next year okay. a, a licensed Dungeons and Dragons theme set. They're owned by the own company, I by mean, the same company. That makes more sense but than the Walking Dead. They're also did. doing a set where it's a wizard school. Oh, well, I... But it's it's not Harry Potter, but See, it's Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, okay, well, that that I can be all right with, right? Because, like, the wizard thing, I feel like I'm not a magic Like, player. it's not a... It, it's an homage it's a, to that. Right. This is straight up, they are Walking Dead characters. Would you buy a Zombieland deck? No. Like, with... No! <laughs> no! I don't want to. I don't want to play. What about I am. Like, I don't. No, I don't want to. You know, bring my Will Smith commander deck and play against somebody who's got a SpongeBob commander deck and the other two assholes across the room. One of them has a Donald Trump commander deck, and the last one is running a Captain America commander deck. I mean, I a, don't want that. A Marvel deck, though. Like, no. I don't want that. What about a Blade Runner? It wouldn't it would, do anything. It would look pretty Nobody good. would understand it. <laughs> is he a replicant or is he not? So look, they they're look. just they don't need to incorporate no, it's, something it's, that's not even nearly as culturally relevant as it used to be, like The Walking Dead. It screams cash grab, and it's not even a, like a cool cash grab like when Mortal Kombat started including like horror characters like Jason and Predator and like Spawn and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was cool. Like that seems like it fits in the Mortal Kombat realm. This doesn't like yeah you you know you break out like I don't know like if you're gonna do a, some characters if you're gonna do a blatant cash grab at yeah. least do it well like Super Smash Brothers. Steve, I I feel like Steve is just as egregious as this fucking uh, Walking Dead deck. Like what what is Steve gonna offer to the Smash Brothers universe that representing he, another huge game? Other than that, like, what... Does what, it, they need anything else? Is, is Do he, they need anything else? Is he gonna have a pickaxe? Like, is, Yes. Oh, goddammit. A diamond sword, too? Yep. Of course. Of course. Like, and that's my point. Like, is there gonna be a bat card? Like, the, what was it, a nail bat that Negan beat everybody's fucking skulls in with? No, so it, um, he does have a bat in <laughs> the art. And his effect is, when he comes into play... Both you and your opponent secretly choose a, a creature on their board. And then you both reveal, and then both of them get sacrificed. What? So what's the point of that? No, it's the whole scene where he kills Abraham and Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. You choose one, and wow. I choose one. Ah, uh, okay. You can tell I watched the show, right? <laughs> I wasn't a big Walking Dead head, which... All the more reason why I'm like, this is stupid. And it will forever remain stupid. So, and the other thing, other things that make this completely absurd. They are only available for like a week. Well, okay. Devil's and you can Advocate. only order them from Wizards' website. Devil's Advocate moment. That may work out in your favor, right? Because that's, that means it's less likely for you to be at an actual game. Where somebody plays with that deck. Aye, but there's the rub. Limited time only. Hard to inquire. Hard 
to, to acquire, acquire with inevitable price spikes. Right. If there is one, and there is now, that is tournament caliber playable, because these cards are tournament legal in Legacy and Vintage. Which card is it? It's Rick. The What's Rick card is, so he makes all of the human creatures you control really big. So it's a Bane factor? <laughs> It's like, nah, that's not even Bane. Anyway, yeah, so... He makes all the human creatures you have really big and gives them all special abilities. Mm, but the thing it. is, you're like, oh, they're less likely that you'll acquire them. Right. Yeah, but the people with the resources will have as many of them as they need. And if that happens to be the best deck, but you're straight up it? looking at a financial gate of thousands of dollars. Can it be? Thousands of dollars. Can it be the best deck, though? With Ed? It doesn't matter. Mm. If it somehow ends up being competitively relevant, right? it will be worth an insane amount of money. It's crazy to me how... And the thing is... This shit is like sneakerhead shit. <laughs> Just bots buying up magic decks and then reselling them on Google for like four times what they originally called. Oh, it's deeper than sneakerhead shit. Damn. 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 My man said y'all sneakerheads better We have a straight up. up stock market website for the value of cards and magic day by day. Oh, well, I mean, Nike trades stock on the market. Literally. No, you can look up the price value of cards as if it was a stock market. I'm pretty sure sneakerhead should get deep like that too, though. <laughs> but it's. Did I tell you that um, there are actually people that buy into magic to hide financial assets? I wouldn't be surprised if there were sneakerheads doing shit like that, but I'm also surprised that. Martin Shkreli tried to buy a Black Lotus. I feel like I do remember you telling me that's probably in an episode somewhere. Yeah. So. That's Other probably thing, why he bought the Wu-Tang album, things, too. They're a blatant cash grab. Obviously. Blatant we, cash We've grab. established that. I mean, it, that was established the moment they dropped. And they... They push these cards to make sales begrudgingly of players who know that they need this stupid card for a deck or a tournament. And the worst part is... You would think Magic would give another alternative of the card. Nope. There is no other functional reprint copy of the card. The only copies of these cards are in the secret lair that is available for one week <laughs> off of their website only and is a limited print run. So if there's a deck that happens to need four of the Rick Grimes card and they sell... 3,200 secret layers. So what do you think are the chances of that happening, though? Like, High. What kind of deck... All right, explain to me in layman's terms, for somebody who doesn't play Magic, what kind of deck, or what the situation would be where you would need a deck with four Rick Grimes cards in it? Um, when you're playing a human deck and you just need uh, your guys to just get fucking juiced on steroids? Swole. Can you play all four cards at the same time? Not at the same time, but okay. the higher density of the number of cards yeah, you have, the more likely you are yeah. drawing it. Yeah. But that's the point. There's no functional reprint, meaning the only right. way to get these cards is by 
buying this now. secret lair. Yeah. Which is a huge problem. Or waiting for a resale, which increases the chances that you're going to have to pay a markup on the cards. Now, if they do make a functional reprint, here's the other problem. Do you see them making a functional reprint? I, I Personally, I doubt it. But if they did, it would still be technically a different card, meaning you could run four copies of each. Wait, wait, wait. So if you have a holographic version of that card... No, 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 no. Lair, if they make a card that is exactly the same as Rick or Negan yeah, or Glenn, yeah. but they're not named Rick or Negan or Glenn, oh, they're technically different okay. cards. So you could run four okay, copies so when, yeah. of each... Damn, so when you reprint, they would change the names of the card, but keep the same character. But technically still a different card. Yeah. That's, so, this is... That's what? That's wild. They do shit like that? Oh, Apparently, that now they now they do. That would make me mad as fuck. I see why you mad, bro. They have no functional... They have no plans for functional and reprints. Segment, and no, here's the worst part. Or why it gets you mad, even worse. Bro? It gets even worse. So they said that they designed these cards with the Commander format in mind. Well, Commander shit, right? is not a tournament-sanctioned format right, but by Wizards. Shit, right? And the other thing is, Commander's rules is not even delegated by Wizards. It's done by the okay. Commander right. Rules Committee because the format was made of the community. Right, it was made before they got bought out by Wizards. No, they Wizards are they are not bought, they don't they're not owned by Wizards. Oh, okay. They're like a non-profit committee that judges the rules of the uh, format. Okay, so it's something that developed Think of as, a think of like a, a tribunal of great sages. So it's something that developed as like a culture developed around the game itself. Like, yes. Okay. Now, Wizards is not involved in the actual rules of that format at right. all. Or but the they are throwing product designed for the format out. Oh, even so, though they have no jurisdiction over right. how the format right. is governed, so they don't, and they are yeah. making pushed exclusive for these commander card so products. Almost like Wizards is the focus group for product development for Magic the Gathering. Well, Wizards is owned by Hasbro, and Hasbro is like, give me that bag. Right. Right. Okay, so Wizards is a company, but it's just owned by Hasbro. It's owned by Hasbro, and they are the company, though, that is in charge of distribution and product development for Magic the Gathering. Whatever product development company that they, or de department right. they have, right. all the cards that they've been printing over the past, like, two years have been insanely overpowered, and they've been warping the game so that to it's incredible degrees. Yeah, so that it's broken, as we call it. Um, it's insanely. The format yeah. called Vintage, which is... Anything in magic is in history is legal. Nothing yeah. was banned. Right. Okay. Ever so. before a card that came out last year. It was so good that they had to ban it in vintage. The so, only damn. format where nothing else is banned. Damn. What was the card? It was so it was based on this mechanic called companion where it basically functions as an eighth card to your hand, okay. where you normally only have seven. Oh, okay. But you so, have this card over here yeah, you that can you can play whenever. You can attach companion to the a card. The card was so good, not only did they have to ban it in Vintage, they had to change the companion rule. Damn. So what did they end up changing? It to? They made it so you had to pay a certain amount to add it to your hand before okay. you could cast it. So you had to sacrifice like three cards out of your deck or some shit like you that. You have to pay extra mana to add it to your uh, hand okay. first okay. before so you can actually play it. Mana. Okay. 
But yeah. still, the fact that they're making cards that are getting banned no, in- absolutely in in a no holds bar match. That'd be like if a move and if a wrestling move was so like potent that it was banned in a no holds bar. Like if they banned steel chairs, because it's like yo no like. Last time you just hit him over the head with steel chair after and steel it's, chair. It's the, the other yeah. thing that's making okay. it even worse is the fundamental aspect of magic is the five colors. They right. each represent something different. Yeah. yeah. Like white is like balance, justice, but it could also be totalitarian oppression. Blue is like <laughs> blue is blue is like intellect, cleverness, deception. Right. Black is power, ambition, death. Obviously, red emotion, fire, yeah. spontaneity, yeah. green, growth, right. life, nature. Yeah. Each one has different things that they're really good at. Like yeah. it's almost like an elemental kind of thing. Yeah, but they're doing what they're doing now is they're blurring the things that make each color unique. Like there are right. things in green that blue can't do, right. and things in blue that white can't do, okay. and things in white that red can't do. Yeah, it's kind of like how a fire type is vulnerable to a water Correct. type. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But they're now taking effects that should be like blue exclusive, and they're pulling them into green. Uh, yeah, so they're blurring the lines of what was already a convoluted lore to begin with. Yeah. And a hard thing to grasp, because one of the things that has always kept me out of magic is it seems like the rule system is very complex and it takes time to learn and like you said you've actually made money teaching people how to play because it was a job because the game is complex and so now you're taking a game it'd be like if they added like five new pieces to chess every time like you know a new blockbuster dropped now it's like or the fact that they've been printing cards that are so powerful they get banned yeah. it's like playing chess and then there's being like nah you can't have your bishop it, that's what i'm saying yeah or they add a new piece that can take out the king from halfway across the board that's Yu Gi Oh. yeah <laughs> oh man yeah no it sucks because it seems like it's happening all throughout the gaming sphere right like it's a constant cash grab for money and you know it with it is true league of legends has been pumping out skins and chromas yeah. like crazy and it and they're not focusing on actual like i guess product like the games are you know game run times i feel like are getting shorter and shorter and with the games that have super massive long run times, they're full of like glitches and day one patches that are just as big as the actual game file. Themselves. I will admit, I'll play like a really long game, but my gameplay time will be way longer because I'll typically fall asleep for a while. <laughs> I spend lots of time doing side quests and like hunting boars in the forest for no fucking reason. But... I think I'm probably like a fifth of my playtime in Octopath Traveler is probably me asleep. Damn. Damn. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, everything, like, capitalism is running wild, and I hate to sound like, you know, some Marxist conspiracy theorist, but, it, yeah, if we don't get a hold on that, I do believe we're going to lose a lot of the actual value in just the things that we enjoy. Everything is becoming a fucking commodity now. We're commodifying every... I mean, look at, like, YouTube. Like, I mean, yeah, vlogging is cool, right? But people are literally making a living out of, like, sharing their lives with people. <laughs> Reality TV, right? <laughs> we commodified being a normal, everyday person, and it's fucked up the world. <laughs> like, but... I, I don't I mean, know. this... This whole secret lair thing sets a really dangerous precedent, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, because now you can it, introduce cards it, into the deck that will fundamentally break the game. Also, it really does leave it open to, like, they did a secret lair where they had a bunch of the ooze cards and they did them all in, like, Rick and Morty Adventure Time art. See, and that's what I'm talking about. How long is it before you get, like, a Death Note deck? Or <laughs> something like, along those lines. Or when they are Would just you like, buy... you know what? Let's just print this really fucking broken card. Would you buy a Hunter Hunter deck? Don't you do that. <laughs> Don't you do that to me. And, and what if they made a- I'm just... gonna say no. And what if they Out made of a the, My purity card? is a magic player. <laughs> I'm going to say How no. Holographic Hisoka card. Two, in Yu Yu Hakusho art foils. style. Yo, the, the Yu Yu Hakusho card game is my favorite card game of all time. For real? Yeah. I didn't even know they had a card they game. Had a, they had a card game. Damn. And it is my favorite card game of all time. Hey. I'm going to have to pick up some of those, like build a couple of decks on eBay, kind of like I did with the, the oh, classic okay. Yu-Gi-Oh decks. I was wondering if you had it because I was going to say, hey, tweet at us. Let us know if you want to see a live stream of us playing, playing the Yu Yu Hakusho, Hakusho card, card game. game and getting drunk. <laughs> Uh, but the problem is, is like if they, if they know that they can sell this because they make something really broken. Yeah, it's it's not even that. the competitive players are going to have no choice, and by that I mean they're going to have their sponsors buy them. Yeah, and somebody was like, Wizards doesn't care if you leave the game. They just care if it brings in new people. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true. If you lose more old players than you gain new players, which I, by the way, I guarantee you this Walking Dead shit does. I feel like you might be wrong on that though, because based on the trends that I've seen, these companies are way more into bringing on new potential buyers because it looks better for market revenue, right? The problem like, is Magic has such a loyal Yes. Magic is like the heroin dealer giving you your first fix free. Yes, but what these stockholders want to see is that you can constantly increase your profit sale, like your profit margin, right? And you have to do that by bringing new consumers into the market. And they have to use these product tie-ins to introduce the game to a whole new viewership. So as long as new people keep coming on in a significant amount that looks good to the shareholders, then they'll keep doing that shit. And it's a shame and a travesty. Yeah. And, you know... This this is... It leaves... I've, I've been saying for, like, two years, oh, Magic jumped the shark. Oh, Magic jumped the shark. This is the first time that I've seen on Twitter other people posting the Fonzie jumping the shark gift. Jumping the shark is the new normal. That's all these companies do now. Pepsi did it with the fucking Kinder General commercial. Uh, the, Amazon is doing it with the home drone that they have now. The fucking ring drone. Always home shit. Like, and let's not even... We haven't even talked from the walking dead side no, of this. No. Well, thank God that shit Like, are you that end. desperate Yes. for... For validation again? Absolutely. Like, like that you'll go to Magic? No, you don't get it. Like, show. I'll watch The Walking Dead the year after when it comes out on Netflix. It's coming to an end. So they have to draw up as much steam as they can to get people interested in something that they lost interest in when fucking Negan killed off, like, all their favorite characters for no reason. They were trying to keep up with... That's another thing entirely with these. They chose Negan. And Negan 
very problematic character Anti-hero for shit. a game aimed at the team. Anti-hero shit. Deadpool. The Joker. No, 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 no. Like, the rape stuff. I feel you, but... Like, and yeah, everybody I guess was like, and, Egan an anti-hero was... Yeah. And, like, I'm fully on the side of people who are, like, freaking out. They're like, you can't have this. I'm like, well, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody and was like, they... you just need, you know, I you can have a bad guy that isn't doing, like, eugenics or murder or rape. And I'm like, or taking advantage of human rights. And I'm like, what is a bad guy? What is a bad guy if they're not taking advantage of human rights? Like... And they're like... You know, someone like Thanos. And I'm like, Thanos killed half of existence. Genocide. Right? Like, that's genocide. <laughs> like, come on. Impartial yeah. or not, still genocide. They can't all be Killmonger, guys. <laughs> they can't all be Killmonger. Like, <laughs> they can't all be Ra's al Ghul. Right. Like, it's... It's a shame to tie it back into what I was saying earlier, that we are so consumed with consumerism to be a bit redundant <laughs> that, yeah, things like this constantly. I mean, it's the problem with the nostalgia bubble, right? Like, and that's soon to burst if it hasn't burst already thanks to COVID. Like, we weren't getting any new original content. It was just rehashes and remakes of things that we were already used to and comfortable with. Like, fucking anxiety demands us to have because we can't tell what the fuck is happening right now because none of this not yet <laughs> not yet i do want to say I no I... <laughs> I i i can't i i have to get this out get it out get it this, off your chest young blood this game has been around for 28 years and they really might have crossed the rubicon the point of no return yeah like this really might be the end of Magic the Gathering as we know it. Oof. I felt that way when the Emoji movie happened, right? I was like, oh, cinema as we know it has come to an end. <laughs> right? Like, this, but, this is, yeah. this is an egregious, I feel you. It an will, egregious decision. It's gonna change the market for sure. Um, whether it changes the market for better or worse, I guess has yet to be determined because sometimes companies do things like this and it doesn't work out. Remember when Facebook tried to release a phone for Facebook? Like, ESPN tried to do a phone. Yeah, and sometimes this shit doesn't work out. Sometimes people are like, you know, Laser Amazon, discs. Amazon had a whole ass phone that they released. <laughs> like, Betamax. Which was arguably the better platform. But I mean... Alright, now we can do it. None, none of this is normal. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.